Live in a pile of Pablo Mastroeni's mustache clippings, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Koshcast. I mean, the Footy Show. No, sorry, it's Two Solitudes. I mean, wait. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Jesus, who gives us this information? Anyway, the podcast that may have been warm and fuzzy for a couple of episodes, but is still grumbling about this past weekend and has been sharpening its snark for the past couple of days. In today's show, we look back at the nightmare that was the game against New York City FC, get happy with a look at the D-Row testimonial, talk both national teams, look ahead to not one but two upcoming league games, and then, then we pass out from all the talking. But first, to today's panel. He is our kit master and lover of stadiums. It's Mark Hinckley. I mean, Duncan Fletcher. Um, what's your name again? The, hello? <laughs> Forget about it. That's right. Um, out with some sort of knock this week is our grumpy Yorkshireman, Duncan Fletcher. Wait, sorry. Who's out this week? Mark Hinckley? Are we sure someone has not been messing around with my panelist notes? You there. Say hello. Mm-hmm. Michael Bradley! Hello again. (laughs) All right, I think we've got this right. It's the biggest fan of our London EPL team. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yes. Right? And now to today's show. That sounds like him. Yes. Always on about it. Mm hmm. Love me some spells. Well, what a way to come back to BMO Field, eh? Two-week layoff, team's back at full strength, everyone's healthy, back from all their vacations, getting set to play at home against one of the worst teams in the league. And we had pretty reasonable expectations of a point, if not all three. You would think. And then, 7 o'clock rolled around. Uh, That was an ugly, ugly game from start to finish. TFC were flat, uh, New York City FC were borderline dirty, no ideas up top from Toronto, and other than a few players, really a lack of life or effort in this one. Oh, before we get into the nitty-gritty, was, was there too much vacation time? Did they all spend too much time at the beach in the sun? Because this looked like a team that hadn't seen one another for two weeks. I think it's difficult to blame it on that. I mean, there wasn't a lot of familiarity there, it seemed. I mean, it it kind of got going a bit and it's like towards the end of the second half, but... Yeah, yeah. Like it's more to do with you know, just how New York played, really. Yeah, if you can call that playing. Yeah, sure you can. Got to do what you got to do to get the result. Thanks, Kurt. It's all about three points. Yeah, most clubs would be thrilled to have time off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get rest. You always hear. Oh, the no, I was happy that they had time off. Classic manager, you know. Oh, we're thrilled. Oh, everyone's yeah. happy to be back to full health, etc. So yeah, that would. It's easy, easier to use the too many matches in five days that we're going to hear next week Yeah. rather than, oh, we've had too much rest. Yeah, and New York had been playing. They went to extra time and penalties mm-hmm. against New York Cosmos yeah. like, two or three days beforehand. So yeah. advantages. No, exactly. There should have been. It's just, it was just that's the flattest I think we've seen them in a while, actually. 
uh, and and not just to come out flat for like 10 or 15 minutes, which they do a lot, but they stayed that way pretty much the whole game. Well, they had some good flashes in the first half. There was that stretch maybe about five, ten minutes after the penalty mm-hmm. where they were countering in waves. And mm-hmm. we thought, oh, guaranteed, a goal is coming. Josh Saunders. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, a number of things. Not just Josh on Saunders. Also, the ineptitude of anyone except Giovinco to put the ball in the net. Yeah. Um, stop giving the ball to Osorio. Just stop. I'm sorry. I, I like him. He played fairly well for Canada. He knows how to score a goal. It's just he hasn't been able not to find it. Not for this it. team. He well, not for two years, unfortunately. No. Um, but he even stopped Luke Moore. <laughs> <laughs> now that, you know, that Well, that you just key. have to give yeah. credit to. Some very good defending on New York's part yes. to be able to stop such a goal-scoring juggernaut. juggernaut. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it, it seemed like after those waves where everyone was getting quite excited. It was something to see coming down the flank, especially on Ashton Morgan's side. But once they, after about the third try and failure of that going in, uh, something just hung over the team. It's like, oh, this just isn't going to happen today, is it? It was weird. It was just a weird, weird, weird game. So, moment of the game? Um, for me, it was coming out of that. It was one of the. It was the Ashton Morgan cross, uh, flat that, and straight across the that beautiful the deck. One? Yeah, yeah, that a mixture of no one being able to get a good boot on it, and then Josh Saunders making a nice save as well. For me, that kind of was the turning point, or at least the point where it's like, oh, Nothing's- something something's going to happen, and they're going to grab their second goal, which unfortunately did happen. I'll go with the when say like Javinko got booked. I think really, you know, this was a, a game, maybe it's like the first time we've seen it where you know, a team has really just really gone after him to try and shut him down. And he's got quite petulant about it, really. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you know, you can say, oh, you know, New York was fouling here and there and that sort of thing. And sure, they were. They were you know, good, smart, tactical fouls. But yeah, Javinkos was just straight up angry for no good reason. And that's not a good sign, really. You'd hope... Uh, You'd be able to handle getting kicked better than that. Mine was the sequence of events that led to the second goal, and I'm not focusing strictly on Zavaleta. It's actually a uh, lack of communication between uh, Kanopka and uh, Ashton Morgan. Who Morgan was, was out on the left. Yeah, yet? who he was. He was. He was. He was calling for him to come back, and Morgan either didn't notice or didn't come back fast enough. So he sent the ball to Zavaleta. Zavaleta wasn't paying attention. Sent the what he thought was a pass and it was just dominoes and I remember watching it I, I was watching Kanopka call for them to come back and you can see him going get back here and for those of you who don't have our video podcast I'm waving mm, um, it's good waving it mm. is good waving I practiced all day I, I literally thought it was Chris Kanopka right there I thought it was mm. too bringing a luring a buffalo into his cave yes <laughs> we're big on the buffalo yeah, 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 yeah. In our cave but uh, so that and as I saw that happening I you could sort of it's that sense of foreboding that something bad is about to happen, and, and sure enough, it did. So mm-hmm. why was, didn't you say something? Well, Kanaka. Yeah. Why didn't you call out? <laughs> it was clearly going wrong. One of them needs to just hammer it into uh, yeah. Rose just, just Z. Get Rose it the Z. hell out of there. Yes. Don't yeah. Mm. Don't 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 Z be pretty with Zavaleta. it. Ah. Mm. Um, man of the match, if you have one. Well, no, you have to have one. So pick somebody. All right. Ashton Morgan. 
he did uh, a lot of good things. He was very involved, just mainly all on the attacking side, but he was getting down there, throwing in a lot of crosses, generally quite good ones, and uh, yeah, yeah, good for you, Ashton Morgan. I had the same. Hooray! Uh, consensus Claxon. <laughs> Never happens. Oh. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm. Damn it, Marcus. Uh, no, I... For exactly, I think I commented on it several times. What a good game I thought he was having, and he was very impressive uh, down that side. And Ashton Morgan of old, the the one we used to always talk sure. about with the with the crosses in that used to hook up fairly well with um, you know the attacking players. So definitely, I don't, know, I don't know if it was a physical thing on his part, but his pace he was outpacing he yeah, really it, fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it must have been in juxtaposition of the. Uh, is uh, opposite on New York, but still, yeah, he, he did seem suddenly that, it was he like seemed oh. to be outpacing them constantly. Yeah, and his crosses were nice too. It may well be a case of you know, New York were very much focusing on Javinko and mm-hmm. were very much just trying to block things through the middle for like, yeah. Bradley and whatever. So there was a lot of space down the left, and they were you know this very much enabled him to do well. But you know, he did he did his part. All right, go to the match. Pass. Not allowed. You want me to pass. <laughs> Are you just going to say Luke Moore? Yep. <laughs> and I'll keep saying it. <laughs> I'm going to put a moratorium on that no. for you very soon. A what? A moratorium. Hey-o. Thank you. Um, I was tempted to go with Javinko because I say he didn't really seem to do all that much. And yeah, he didn't really handle getting kicked around all that well. But uh, that seems a bit harsh. You know, he played his part. Like the two really good chances we had in the first half, he played his part in the build-up there. So um, I will instead go with uh, whoever was doing the pre-game introductions. <laughs> uh, that crew, whether it's the graphics guy oh, or wow, the announcing guy that was... That- Yep, but uh, yeah, yeah, well done. I thought we had a moratorium on picking non-players as well. Uh, uh, nope. Because <laughs> every week it'll be the King Patio DJ for me. Yeah, well, I'll be this is the DJ period. Mm, DJ period. Ugh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's got sick flow. Hooray! <laughs> 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 uh. I, like I like your coverage of the Women's World Cup, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, I did go with Zavaleta, uh, who I very much like, and up until that I was enjoying, but he's my, uh, he's my wearer of the horns. Do you not feel fresh in the mouth and down there? Maybe it's time you thought about double bubble tampons. Now in Spearmint, the official novelty tampon of Major League Soccer. All right, so everyone's uh, definitely we can't leave talking about this game without talking about the ref. As it's been part of the story, whether it is the story, how much did his lack of control, if it was a lack of control, play into this? Like, there was a number of cards given out. However, to me, it looked like there could have been several more. I think it affected the feel of the match in that it descended into chaos from time to time, especially in the second half as things wore down. But I don't think he affected the outcome. No. Uh, you know, aside from the that first half stretch that I mentioned where TFC was countering a lot, they had no answer for the tactic that Jason Christ, our Lord and Savior, decided to trot out that day, which was stymie the one real creative offensive option TFC has 
and then clog up the midfield and stop the other one, which is, you know, maybe Michael Bradley mm-hmm. if he's on game. <laughs> that was me dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think the ref was anywhere near as, as big an issue as a lot of people were, were making out. I remember kind of briefly checking on Twitter at half time and say, everyone's, oh, this ref's awful, it's disgraceful. I was like, oh. I hadn't really got that impression at all. Yeah. Ah. So, uh, playing, obviously, New York was like, doing a lot. But, I mean, there was nothing that was very few outrageous fouls that weren't being called or weren't being given a yellow card for. I, you know, I, I don't feel like Mr. Chapman had a terrible game. Chappers to his friends. Yes. See, I, I, I do disagree a bit, and not it's not me just being a homer. I'm, you know, I admit I tend to err a little bit on the team side I suppose that's just my way but I do feel like there could have been a bit of a sterner hand maybe a little more conversations if oh not <laughs> if not um, if not actual cards but I feel like there was I think there was moments where it could have been alright knock it off otherwise you know there will be a card coming or free kick given advantage played something I just sort of feel like there was a lot of little things that were allowed to build up into bigger things that didn't necessarily need to, to happen. Yeah. That did affect the flow of the game. That did affect the, um, I don't know, just the how the game was played. And yeah, it was a... It snowballed in the second half. It and, really and descend, did. Descended into madness at the end a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. So, and we will talk about that. Actually, we're going to talk about it right now. Ooh. I, I know. Glad I didn't have to wait. <laughs> See? Mm. Don't you feel better? I didn't want to come back to this. No. I want to get it off my chest. Mm-hmm. So, Damien Perkis, post-match. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, we're all chatting away. Fight! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Well, there was an attempt at a fight. He did yeah. throw, try to, th- he tried to land a punch. He, he was did. unsuccessful. Tried to French polish a guy. A little bit. Mm. And very much in a rage. And we found out or saw later on, uh, through Instagram and on Twitter. Was it Ives? Whatever his yeah, name is. he was one of the people. Yeah. He's Ives! <laughs> oh, God. Any excuse to sing that song? It's it your ringtone, isn't it? I wish. Mm. I can pay money for that. You can pay money for anything. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it would appear that... Uh, what's Jacobson's first name? I don't even know. Peterson. Alan, Andrew. Something. Something. Jacobson. I think so, Alan. So there was a late... Go with Alan. One of the last corner kicks, one of the last plays of the game. Um, you see him, he shoves either, you know, forearm or an elbow pretty much to the base of his neck or just, you know upper back kind of thing pretty hard he's clearly pissed off about it. now I guess if you rewind and go even further back Perkis tried to make a grab for his package so yeah. you know sure that's the automatic he's defense. only human <laughs> it's a nice package apparently but does this you know again could this have been prevented if the ref had had a little more control over the game where there was less likelihood to have that much because you know people were they were getting away with a lot of things so why not an extra shove one that's a little more dangerous why not start to retaliate and grab a guy where you probably shouldn't um could this is you know could this not have happened whereas what's likely going to happen is that both perkis and jacobson are going to lose games it was one of those it was just one of those matches it happens there's those matches that tend to descend into that yeah uh, I mean, you know, MLS refs, we go on for right. weeks about that. But, I mean, uh, I don't... He can't catch everything that happens on the pitch. Of course not. This, you know, sneaky elbow. But you know there's an you, the you know there's a linesman right there. It was it was in the box. It was... Yeah. Someone's got eyes on it during corner kick. 
he's right there. So that sort of thing, to me, there is a ref saying there. It's not like this was a play in motion. This was a fairly stationary moment in time. It happens. That's, it does, yeah. yes. Sure. And I think as well, we're talking about, oh, you know, the ref needed to be more on top of things. I mean, there was like, a lot of things going on. I mean, if the ref had like, blown his whistle for every little thing here or there. Oh, the game would have taken two hours. Everyone would have been like, bitching about, oh, my God, the ref just making himself the center of attention. Just let the game flow, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, eh, I'm, I'm not on board with ref bashing this week. Thank you for qualifying that. Mm. Okay. Vanny Tactics. Oh, actually, sorry. I apologize. I do have a follow-up. Go on. Do each of them get a game, two games, no games for their actions in this? They ha- Jacobson for the arm. Clint Perkis. Dempsey has games taken away from his and given to them. <laughs> probably. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's, that's, that's probably the new rule, actually. Don't, like Clint Dempsey, there is a, he does give a bit of a precedent for the, uh, the, the nut tap there. He got a couple of games for Mark Bloom. So, mm. uh, you know, I think Perkis could be looking at something and then... Uh, at least, a, at least a match a nut. Sure. No. I think and that's fair. Well, he's only grabbing for one nut, though. As well, but oh, that's, yeah. that's even worse, because that hurts more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Believe me. I will have to <laughs> take your word for it. Yes. But yeah, I mean, you know, the whole thing post goes, oh, TFC's really angry. They're going to be taking this one to yeah. the league. You might not want to. Just let it go. Let it go. Maybe no one will say anything. Yeah, it's okay. Just, you know, don't make a big fuss. And yes, Jacobson won't get suspended, but neither will Pekis. And it won't be Zavaleta and Haglund oh. against Montreal or D.C., depending or on both, how quick yeah. the disco goes. Oh, if there's one guy who would do really good with a disco, mm. Damien Perkis. Ah. Uh-huh. Do the hustle? He's got, the, he's got that look yeah, for a day. Yeah, he does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vanny Tactics. What would you have done differently? Um, well, it's difficult to say exactly how, but you obviously needed to figure out some way to kind of get around what Salt Lake was doing, which, you know, as we mentioned, was... Who was doing? Did I say Salt Lake? You did. did. Yes, New York City. You can be forgiven for thinking that. Right. But Why I was thinking that is because there was something where it's like Jason Christ. Uh, I think actually came out and said, it's like, yeah, you know, from my time at Salt Lake, I, I kind of know what people are doing with a diamond midfield and how to defend it. So, um, yeah, obviously he had a certain tactic. They were clogging things up in the middle, stopping Jovinko as much as they could, and then daring, you know, hey, yeah, there's plenty of room on the wings, go down there, throw some crosses in. And, you know, they needed to figure out a better way to get around that. I mean, for a while there in the second half, they did. I mean, if you look at they, both the, the two big chances that we had there, I think, you know, the first one, you, well, I think in both of them really, sort of Jovinko was like dropping further back and then sort of Bradley was much further forward. And that's maybe just what was needed. Which, right, if you're going to follow Jovinko everywhere, then, you know, have him go really out wide or drop further back, create holes for other people. Or, you know, maybe it's just a case of keep going with Jovinko put him up against somebody that's already got a yellow card because going into the second half there was a few of those just have him constantly going at somebody that's already on a yellow and yeah go ahead foul him get yourself sent off and you know there's a few ways to maybe get round what they did but I was surprised that he didn't choose to do that actually especially because if you look at the the game summary there actually were more city New York City players that had yellows than TFC players Mm -hmm. it's like five to three I think it was eight or nine yellows given out in this match Mm -hmm. so it it was a bit surprising like why not just if you're if you've been in this league you've played in this league and I'm not even going to make the student of the game comment oh wait I just did um 
you know this. Like, it's not a, it's a fairly obvious way to try and get around what Christ is doing. Well, make him pay for it. Let's get one of your players off, mm-hmm. kind of thing. For me, um, I was surprised a little bit that he didn't put Josie out to start. And I think that would have changed some things. Josie's a big physical guy. I know he's just come back from injury, but you can put him out and pull him off if he's tiring. You can, you know, or sub him on sooner. I have to agree with you on that because not only that for his presence up front. Luke Moore. Mm. No, but... <laughs> the, the thing with having Altador there is you take the pressure off a Jovenko. Absolutely. They can't, mm-hmm. they can't, they can't double, triple team. They, ha- they, can't, they have to play attention to both. Yeah. Like Luke Moore, and, you and can... They don't ha- yeah, they don't... TFC doesn't really have that where a team looks at another guy when Altador's not out there yeah. says, oh, that's a big threat. Bradley's a quality player in a different role. He's not, He's a, not a goal-scoring no. threat. He didn't have a tremendous game against New York. He was he's okay. He was a bit yeah. invisible at times. Um, but up front, where Jovenko really does most of his work, without having a foil there, uh, teams can shut him down and frustrate him. And back to what Duncan was saying, yeah, I think they, rather than reacting and changing their game, they they played into New York's hands, really. They tried to keep butting heads against this, you know, dumb, gumming up the, the uh, middle yeah. and trying to figure out a way and, and not doing it through Jovinko. If you're going to do that, use Jovinko to draw. Because, I mean, it's very obvious with him. You see the amount of fouls he gets... Uh, called for his like you know the calls he doesn't get like when he falls down but he draws just as many you're getting a lot of opportunities from the fouls he's drawing off the other team and so yeah you may as well if you're gonna do that you may as well use him and Mm -hmm. go for the go for the gusto but also too maybe i mean they were playing a rough game tfc i think lacks a bit of grit that other than match him the only one I can think of pulling off the bench is Jackson because he's a bit like that. Maybe something that would have... But, I mean, the problem... And I, I think we were going to talk about the grit a bit after, but it's I don't know if TFC has the same kind of grit to match that kind of dark arts play. Well, the only player I think of is is someone like Perkis. And yeah, you but, don't want him involved in that kind of play because... I think... Well, we were going to say, but I, I, I think Sheru... I think is probably the guy who gets away with that stuff. But I saw him do the. He, he saw him having a few conversations. There was some pleading because he's a smart player. He's but very smart. The problem is you, the guys who you count on to maybe match and grit like a Perkis or Bradley don't harness it correctly. They harness it in a way that ends up with cards. Mm-hmm. In an angry, yeah. pouty, yeah. shouty, confrontational way, as opposed to behind the scenes, as where you opposed get away to with a it. hard man who gets away with it. Yeah, who you know sticks his knee in the back of yours. That's where you kind of miss Caldwell, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He's the he, kind of guy who's been through those trench wars. Yeah, who knows how, to, knows get how to get the it. most out of those, especially yeah. when it's crowded in the box. And there was a yeah, there was a lot of that, and I was not I was the sort press of... box, but they do get pretty crowded up there. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the and obstructed the logi, the, uh, the logies, the logies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like Colin Warner doesn't seem to have that to him, which is too bad. Like even no. he seems like no. he should be that player exactly. But he says, you look at him, it's like ah, oh, that guy looks like he'd be a bit but crafty. Seems, but, but no, he's pretty. No, he's, he's pretty kind of a straightforward. straightforward yeah, smart, positional player. But yeah, there's no edge. To I, call I, I, I want to say he's a very honest player. Does that make sense? Like yeah. there's not a lot of mm-hmm. there. There is no deception in his play. He's yeah. good at what he does, but. He's yeah, not going to be a, that... You know, sort of Aussie Alonso type. Colin yeah. Warner is not that. No. 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 We need a, a good 
smart thug who can be thuggish without being obvious without being crazy whoa look at me thuggish yeah like you know Pickies Bradley whoever pretty much mm. quick question about Jason Christ our lord and savior mm. So I was a little, I, and I said this. I said this several times. I've had a couple conversations since the game with with uh, various people about this. That I was surprised a little bit at the style of play, given the amount of time we've you know we watched him with RSL. Completely different style of team. Now he set them up differently. Had a team that had been together for a long time. Um, was was he sort of? I guess I'm surprised at the not just the adapting his style of coaching, but such a shift away to go from having what was a, you know, a tough team, both physically and skill-wise in RSL. Like, these guys were no pushovers. Kyle Beckerman can, you know, throw an elbow. But I guess I just sort of was surprised at the physicality of this match and his decision to put that out there. I see, I see it as a good quality. He's, yep. I see it as making sure. the most of what he's got. Mm-hmm. He, he has a pretty blunt instrument outside of... Right, and David I guess and maybe and that's it. Like It's different plays. It's a different I, team. I, I think he looked at TFC going to this match. Vanny, for good or bad... It's pretty predictable. Oh, he's been showing his hand for like a month, yeah. His hand has not really changed since since he... Found this. Yeah, since he switched uh, Bradley up to the top Mm -hmm. of the diamond and brought the defensive line back a little bit. Yep. Other than that, pretty much the same starting 11 when he can manage it. Pretty much, you know, the same tactical style coming into a match. Um, So I think for Christ, I think it's... I mean, he hasn't had a lot of luck, but he doesn't have a very good team. Like most expansion... Right. clubs in this mm-hmm. league and so i think he set them up pretty nicely for a way that was gonna just frustrate the hell out of a team who didn't have as we said maybe the same amount of nastiness to come back at them yeah absolutely it doesn't surprise me at all it's he's a smart manager he's gonna do what it takes to give his team the best chance to win and probably come into it and you look at it and think hmm, all right, tfc are playing well javinko in particular playing well all right let's not just you know, engage in some nice free-flowing, oh, there's 30,000 people here. They want to see an entertaining game. Fagundes! Off, no. Coach's duty is to win, and that's what he cared about, and the best way to do that, all right, we need to shut Javinko down, and let's see if they can beat us once we've done that. And we couldn't. He knows what he's doing. All I right. I think like, this is exactly how he'll play every time. By oh, I don't means. think so, because I haven't really noticed that entirely no. from uh, New York City FC so far this season. I haven't but, watched them much. But, but the yeah. scary thing is, make no mistake, other, other teams coaches. Oh, will, yeah. will watch this yeah. and oh, say, The next oh, two games this week should be interesting. Well, Montreal is oh, yeah, perfectly right set up to, to play that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, Wednesday should be interesting. Mm-hmm. One last thing before we move away from the horror that was this game. Uh, this is now means that we... Vanny can retire the pink shirt and the khakis. They are no longer <laughs> <Yes>. lucky. <laughs> They're done. Thank goodness. Because I, I actually, it was funny to look down the look down the line and be like, he actually is wearing pink shirt mm-hmm. and khakis. Yeah. Want to know who, how, how many outfits they bought from Marks for him? Send that so, salmon up the river. Uh, exactly. It's spawned. What uh, what's he going to wear next? I think he's going to dress as Snake Plissken, a man completely beat down by New York City. <laughs> oh, can we get him a patch too, please? Nice. He has to wear the eye patch. Uh, I'm just going to keep going with the Alf. <laughs> you really, really want him to be yes. Alf, don't you? <laughs> Turn up in an Alf costume <laughs> on the sidelines. Hey, I am gonna. I'm gonna posit that he does a little callback and tries the sweater vest. 
Mm. I don't know. That didn't really work. Well, it did for a while. There was mm. maybe like a skinny red tie or something like that. Oh, bring it! Oh, well, um, some shorts. <laughs> wow! All at the same time. Nice. Yeah. A Voltron. Shorts and then yeah, yeah shirt, skinny red tie, tie and a sweater vest over the top of it. Perfect. Nothing Beautiful. can go wrong under with that one of outfit. John Carver's shell suits. Sure. <laughs> wow. Yes. Magical. back uh, to earlier on the day on Saturday, the real fun was one of the most actually enjoyable experiences at BMO Field in quite some time was the Dero testimonial match that, uh, I don't know, if we're generous, five, six hundred people showed up to. Yeah, probably. Which was too bad because people that didn't... I know, sh- I was there. I, I was there. Mm. Duncan, did you think it was so much fun? Mm. Tony, what did you think? Scarborough! Mm. <laughs> You're just going to say that a lot, aren't you? Mm. Um, but it is too bad that more people didn't come. And that's on, that's on the team for the start time. They haven't been clear. There's been lots of, like, whispered hints that, like, oh, game operations and the, you know, the time it takes to turn around. From what? Well, I think, you know, those are going to get Restocking concessions. And then and the TFC players and ma- players You know, field in. maintenance sure. and that sure. sort of but thing. they're talking about how, like, Canada's dressing room disappeared in the... Uh, in the rebuilding and everything, so maybe yeah. they've only got two dressing rooms yeah. now, so they do actually have to have a certain amount of time between games. I'm sure, they could tell Rick uh, Titus to get out in 15 minutes. They probably could. Yeah, and, yeah when TFC2 played recently, mm-hmm. yes. it was like an hour later? Yeah. Okay, so forget that theory then. Yeah. But all those, are just, those are just the TFC2. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can just, they can uh, just sit in the hallway. But I'm not talking about 6 o'clock. Like, you didn't even have to play the two... two one like hour pass. later yeah. would have been enough. If Start they played at it at four, even. Start at five. Finish yeah. by six. Pretty much. Um, so that part was unfortunate because, you know what? The people who didn't come missed a really fun hour. It was just a lot of fun to watch those guys run around out there, some faster than others. Did you see Shally doing the national anthems? Oh, yeah. Was, Shally. That was, is that her name? <laughs> Shally? Shally. Hey. Not Shally. Like Swiss. <laughs> I just kept calling her Sean too, and I kept getting corrected um, by our fellow panelist here. Uh, Who is is this Chalet? Then you seem very excited. I I know. I I just assumed he must have all her records or something. It was there. They chironed her name. Uh, Koof at his uh, his fast amble. Yeah, he was leisurely. Yes, uh, leisurely. Yes. Um, but honestly, I think Ali Jerba was. Uh, oh, he was more, sprightly. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it was, he was that was the most disappointing. Eh? Most disappointing appearance was that Ali Gerba was pretty much the same as the last time we saw him. I, <laughs> wa- I wanted three hundred pound Ali Gerba. No, no, he was good. He, he almost he was maybe slightly chunkier, but slightly, he, yeah. he still got a nose for goal. He yeah. was very much. The, oh know, yeah, he wanted chance comes there. He wanted to score. John Conway ruined everything. He ruined everything a ruined, lot in ruined, this ruined game. He really did. He was like, it's like John Conway. This is not the game you come to play we've had worse goalkeepers on the first team than Con- current john conway people do not come here to see you make saves john conway we wanted to see goals damn you yes. goals 
there was goals and then their heels. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just, it was super fun. Uh, I, I think personally, uh, we need one of these every year in some way or another. Do, do an alumni match. I challenge TFC now. Next year is the 10th season, 10th anniversary, yeah. if you want to call it that. Someone from every Screw season. mid-season friendly alumni match. No, no, no. no. I, in place of the, like together with the mid-season friendly, mm. let fucking Spurs or Man City or whoever come play along. Play the, the alumni. alumni. Yeah, yes. Their, their first team can play against the TFC alumni. Mm. And then the sec- for the second half, both teams bring out their kids because, you know, that's actually a kind of worthwhile part of mm. the friendlies. Yeah. And that is a game that I might want to go and see. I would pay money that for that, and I would contribute in, to yeah. your charity of choice on top of that. I, just, I wouldn't get annoyed that they were doing that, and I might actually want to go and see it. I would prefer an all-out all alumni match. But, well, or maybe alumni versus TFC 2. Sure, Anything. But this, this, or that's alumni what, versus current TFC. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what made this fun. Like this, It was fun to see guys come back. It was fun to see, yeah. you know, Paul Stoltarian. Rick tight. Like, Rick he was tight. never here. Um, doesn't matter. Kind of well, as a Spurs ambassador, mm. 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 there you go. <laughs> um, so it was just it was a neat uh, thing. Uh, but I definitely think they need to do it again. Have the kids suit up again. Have some former players come back. Have some retired guys. Whatever. I looked at the list today. You could make two full squads. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily. Even without guys who are still in MLS. Yeah. If you could get a couple more of those, that's even better. Exactly. Jed Barrett. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's still carrying that torch. Yeah. Duncan, did you have a highlight from the uh, testimonial? Um, I think it's basically just seeing you know, sort of Danny Dicchio playing defense yes! and playing it very well. That was well. mine too. Danny Dicchio, center, center back. Center back, yeah. I mean, your highlight, you were watching. You, you, I watched it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I very much enjoyed uh, Danny Dicchio uh, at center back and like bossing things out yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and ordering them around and everything yeah. too. It was quite mm-hmm. good. Um, I quite loved Kai Kamara subbing himself on. Yeah. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How'd I go? <laughs> yes. And the wave he gave us when we gave him his little his little yeah. chant yeah. after the offside call. Exactly. I feel like I've been kind of softening towards Kai Kamara over the last couple of years, going from, like, hating that prick when he was with Kansas. Well, and, it's because he was with know. Kansas, because Kansas is well, really yeah. fucking hateable. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It ruins everybody. Um, to, you know, so, eh, you know, I can kind of respect what he's doing with Columbus a little bit. And, you know, he's obviously done a lot of good things in Sierra Leone, so I guess yeah. he's kind of a good guy. So, uh, and I was like, damn but, it. Yeah, so, you know, I didn't really hate him anymore. But, yeah, after seeing that, I was like, all right, I can get behind Kai Kamara. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm. yeah it, was, it, was, it was a fun It was a fun thing, and I... I think they should. I uh, hope they do it again, and uh, I hope that they publish that poster that they gave Dero. Like t- again, why not make that something that they put sell? Put it out there for people to yeah download and sell. Exactly. Oh, yes, just put it into a poster and sell it themselves. Sure. Or what am I kidding? Give it away. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, they couldn't. They couldn't. Mm. They didn't buy scarves for the crowd, which again is something they should have done if they wanted to have that. How many people bought that scarf? I don't know. Ten. I saw one in our row because mm. Mark can't resist a scarf. And if, if they're giving it away, that's not going to be money towards the Dero Foundation. No, but the team should they have bought the scarves. It. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like they don't have scads of money. Mm. Again, it's it, to me. There's they've there's, given him a job like for nothing. <laughs> they're going to be paying him, you know, fifty grand, hundred grand, whatever it is they're going to give him for the next ten years to do bugger all. Ambassadorial TFC, work TFC, is not easy. TFC's doing their bit. If there is a international crisis. Featuring Toronto <laughs> FC, <laughs> Dwayne De Rosario on will be on lines. the ground. Yes, he will be going to the UN. Yes, he'll be, he'll stating be, our case. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. giving yes. impassioned speeches okay. and pleas. 
Hey everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks. Damien Perk. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's version of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game. We hope yours as well. If you cast your mind way, way, way back to two weeks ago, the Bitchy Blank was to celebrate the Women's World Cup, TFC players will blank. Now... A surprising few number of you took us up on this incredibly open for innuendo and sauciness kind of blank. We're a little disappointed in you listeners, I gotta Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. We expected more from you. We've had worse from you. So come on, step up. Uh, However, uh, before we get to the winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? Run to the center of the pitch, lifting their tops to reveal their sports bras to the world. Ah, Thanks, Mia. Nice little throwback to uh, 99. I know my Women's World Cup history. Uh Yeah, Yeah, because there was a bra involved. (laughs) Wait, what? 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 She was half naked. That's the only reason you remember this. Mm. What? Are you saying bad things about Are you throwing shade at Mia Hamm? That wasn't Mia Hamm. No, it wasn't. We would show it was Brandy Chastain. There we go. But Mia Hamm did it as well. Uh, Maybe. Brandy Chastain was the famous one. Uh, Okay. Sorry, yeah, because you, could, yeah, cause you uh, could tell what I was uh, focused on yeah, while watching the yeah. World Cup. Nice to see there's at least two experts in the uh-huh. women's game. Yeah, experts about yeah. naked women on yeah. the bitch, yeah, for mm. sure. That I'm the John Motson of just wearing a sheepskin watching the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain, that hurts. Yes. Mm. Ow, that's terrible. Um, yeah, mine's much less salacious than that. Really, it's, uh, this was part of the collective... That wasn't really salacious, it was a throwback. All right, fine. Um, mine was part of the sort of unknown in the collective bargaining agreement was that all the players had originally demanded time off to go watch the games, which is why they were actually all off on vacation and why they looked so out of sorts mm. on Saturday because mm. they were focused on getting to watch the Canadian women again. Mm. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, they will celebrate the World Cup by all abandoning the Canadian team to go off and play for an American team. Mm. Did you have a second one? Was there, was there a part <laughs> No. Okay. No. Nothing at all. Pure of mind. I think I won that round. And so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the winner is. Oh, disappointing round. Um, Mr. Ben Mathers. Mathers, however you say your name. It's Mathers. It's ben Mathers? It could is there be. an I? No. Or a Y? It's Ben Mathers. All right. Pronunciation King. Uh, at TFC Ben D O W on the Twinters. Yeah, true. TFC players will wear tighter shorts. Thanks, Sep. Nice. I look forward to that. Me too. That's mm. a good throwback one too. Mm. The eye candy bench will do nicely with that. That was akin to mine. Mm. <laughs> Some people know their women's cup mm-hmm. uh, history. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Some are willing to take a chance on a slightly <laughs> risque <laughs> risque answer. <laughs> No one at this table, though. We no. don't do that here. No, no. no. It, it didn't cross through my head. I have too much respect for these for, for athletes. The, that's really good of you, Duncan. I, I really appreciate so. that. That's lovely. Mm. So this week's bitchy blank is... Damien Perkis is angry because blank. 
All right, people. That's a nice, again, open blank there. Let's go for it. It's genteel. That's not genteel. If it is, I'll be disappointed in our listeners. I hope the answer is masturbation. <laughs> no one would ever think that around here. <laughs> because he can't, because he wants to. That's all he wanted to do. That's all he was Oh, he was, he was just lending Jacobson. a hand, yeah, literally. He was, he was just trying to you know, do what he They're could for friends. Jacobson. You get bored behind that glass wall. It's true. It's staring true. into the distance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The rain. Yeah. yeah. As always, oh sorry, go ahead. Daniel. No, I was no. Say he's faithful and loyal to to somebody who's you know, quite possibly in France or mm-hmm. Poland. So, mm-hmm. so what's he going to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. French polish. Yeah. <laughs> As always, please do yeah. send us your answers to us on the Twitters at Volca Minority CA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts. Play as often as you like. Just get them into us by sometime Monday afternoon. Thanks. Oh, that's willy nilly. I know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, I've had a beer, so. Man, dig that crazy chick. Who wears short shorts? While TFC was busy getting manhandled by Man City Light, the rest of the league decided to play some games. And here to tell us all about it is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS Wins and Losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. Yeah! (laughs) Uh, Big MLS news, of course, uh, this past week. It all seemed to happen off the pitch, really. Um, But, uh, you know, we'll get to that eventually the uh, get to the games eventually the most important thing obviously that happened it was uh, everyone was talking about uh, before this weekend's game the news came down that uh, Pablo Mastroeni had shaved his mustache no a uh, huge disappointment for everyone really but uh, at least he can still bring the quotes uh, explaining it by saying <laughs> the caterpillar turned into a butterfly late last night <laughs> he still sounds villainous yeah. Even without the mustache, it's interesting. It is. Yeah, that's a good clip. Yeah, good. So it wasn't just the mustache <laughs> then, clearly. No, yeah. Apparently not. Mm, interesting. Oh uh, yeah. Anyway, beautiful stuff uh, from Pablo there. But uh, without the distraction, uh, the focus might actually turn to his crap team now. And uh, the Rapids, they only got a one-one tie against Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas on Friday, leaving them still bottom of the West. Uh, moving on to Saturday's games, without Obafemi Martins and Chad Barrett and a few others, uh, the Sounders could have really used Clint Dempsey. Uh, but his selfish petulance meant they were stuck with Lamar Nagel up front all Ooh. on his own, which surprisingly didn't work, and they lost 2-0 to San Jose. Uh, in other malfunctioning superstar news, let's check in with the Vancouver-New Jersey game, where uh, Sasha Clayston uh, elbowed Kendall Waston in the face, then gave him a cheeky back heel in the nuts, then tripped him up, then had the cheek to look shocked as he got sent off, laughing as if he couldn't believe how the ref got conned. Uh, Bradley Wright Phillips topped that though as he became the first player in MLS history to miss two penalties in the same game (laughs) which amuses me Uh, the Red Bulls lost 2-1 they've now lost four straight and are now down in seventh uh, out of the playoffs as the Eastern Conference race for sixth has uh, actually got quite serious these last few weeks just six points separating third and tenth Uh, Vancouver's second goal is the first MLS goal for young homegrown Canadian Kians Frozy don't know how to pronounce his name, but good for him. Who? Kians Frozy. Oh, him. Oh, okay, yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, right. Sorry. Kians Frozy. <laughs> Kaiser Soze? Yes. 
Um, at least New York stars were a little more apologetic than Dempsey has been. Uh, Wright Phillips saying, Yeah, if I had scored that first penalty, it's a different game. If I don't miss these penalties, it's a different game. It's a tough one to take missing two penalties. Hmm. I would have expected him to sound a lot more like Ian Wright. No, yeah, he's, he's I, me too. Yeah, actually. I was very surprised yeah. that yeah. those yes. are some posh well, vowels yeah. there. So, yeah. I guess that must be his mother's influence. It must be. Yeah. Yeah, Good schools. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sasha Kleiston, meanwhile, whoever he pronounces his name, I don't know. He said, I have to take responsibility for what I did. Although I did not connect with him, I made a stupid play, an idiotic decision in the heat of the moment, and I have to take responsibility for losing this game for us. If I stay on the field, I think we win the game. Mm-hmm. That's it's very much wise. more Balkan than yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too, yeah. <laughs> much more warlord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, as of yet, still no word from Clint Dempsey uh, at all, really, about his uh, actions. Anyway, one of the teams jumping over the Red Bulls to a playoff spot was Montreal. Now on 17 points in fifth place, just two points behind TFC with a game in hand, going into Wednesday's game after they beat Orlando 2-0, their fifth win in seven games. Adrian Heath wasn't happy. We carried too many players. Too many people let us down. There were maybe three or four who could hold their heads up tonight, but for the rest it wasn't good at all. We're better than that. Wow, he sounds like a robotic wurzel. Yep, that's what I was going for. (laughs) I? I? What do you mean? What do you mean? Was it, that, was, that was a clip of Adrian Was that the clip you were looking that for? That was him talking to. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Uh, poor Adrian Heath. Um, you know, maybe not. I'm not entirely sure what Lando are better than that. But you know who is better than that? Philadelphia. Uh, they had the chance to get into the playoff spots, but shut the bed 5-1 against the Galaxy. You uh, finally had a more or less first-team lineup out there, including Keane, Jardes, and Sebastian Letget. Again, no idea how to pronounce that. Yeget, who knows? Yejet? Don't know. Yejet. Let's um, get busy. Yes. Anyway, he's looking like a very good uh, mid-season signing for them uh, from West Ham. Uh, Bruce Arena could not be more delighted with how that game went. Oh, boy. I think the score does not indicate the game correctly. I don't think we were as dominant as the score would indicate. We were pretty sloppy in the game. Having said that, we finished some good goals. At times, played well. At other times, we didn't play so well. It was far from a complete victory tonight. And we got a ways to go. We can play better than we did tonight. Again, that's Bruce Arena after winning 5-1. Really, I wish he'd just like settle the fuck down. Like, yeah, absolutely. Seriously, just, it's so excitable. Just, just calm down, Bruce. I know. Um, staying over in the West, Portland extended their club record winning streak to four games, moved up to third in the West with a 2-0 win over Houston. Baldomiro Toledo continuing his fine recent form by disallowing a Houston goal and giving Portland a penalty, both on very dubiously soft goals. Any red cards? Uh, apparently not. No. Just, just like goals and disallowed goals. And, no, you know. well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Portland overtook the Sparks, who uh, lost two on to RSL thanks to uh, an injury time own goal from Kevin Ellis. That's, I always enjoy that kind of thing. Finishing up with an Eastern Conference top of the table clash, DC came from behind to beat New England 2 1. They're now seven points clear at the top, though they do have a five game road trip coming up, so we'll hopefully lose ground there. New England, meanwhile, have won just one in eight and uh, are getting a bit frustrated. Charlie Davis saying, Hey, baby, it's disappointing. It's deflating to give up two goals in such a short span of sweet, sweet time. It's tough to handle. 
<laughs> wow. Sexy. <laughs> yes. Well, like Shaft. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, all of that on the uh, on the pitch stuff did get uh, kind of overshadowed by you know, Dempsey and Mastroeni. And uh, apparently Andrea Pilo is uh, coming to New York City. That's uh, news now all but official. Que cosa? Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, oh, that would God. be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Duncan. So before we move back into MLS discussion and our usual features, we're going to touch base on uh, some national team play for the women's team and the men's team. Mostly focus on the women since the World Cup is currently going on. Thank you. So while we won't get into a full recap of the Women's World Cup, we do have to talk about Canada. And the big news is Canada is advancing in the tournament. After a lackluster performance in the group stage that still saw them somehow win their group, Duncan and I actually were lucky enough to be in Montreal for their final group stage match and somehow made it back in one piece. So thank you, uh, listeners. The uh, women went into their round of 16 match against Switzerland on Sunday without a lot of hope from the faithful that they'd advance to the quarters. But a pretty solid game. Lovely goal from uh, Josie Belanger. Her first goal in five years. So let that terrify you a little bit for the Canadian team. And with Erin McLeod once again, pretty huge in net. They pulled off a pretty convincing 1-0 win. And now we'll be playing England on Saturday for a Commonwealth Clash of the Ages. The mad dash from the TFC game to the pub on Saturday will be hilarious to watch. Set your uh, video cameras to rapid. And also, if you have held off watching the Women's World Cup so far, you're missing some really good games. Also, you should definitely watch France and Germany on Friday because that one should be fun. It should be. Um, but yeah, I uh, go go Team Canada. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still in shock a little bit that they won and played as well as they did for what little I saw because I was at work. So mm, I, you saw the whole game, Duncan. I did. Um, yeah, the, the second half was a lot better. I mean, the first half was just exactly what we'd seen during the group game. It right. was kind of slow and, and inspired and just getting nothing going. And they were kind of lucky to be going in at half uh, nil-nil. But then, yeah, I don't know what, exactly what uh, went on at halftime. But the second half they came out, they were just a bit more sort of direct um, you just seem to be actually going for it, you know, throwing some balls in the box. Tancredi, you know, we're actually playing a game where Tancredi could actually look good. It actually did and something, yeah, I saw did. I know. Who knew if you, you know, if you asked Tancredi to be the person kind of throwing a body around in the box, she might look good. Hooray. Um, so, yeah, it was, this was kind of what I was hoping that Canada might eventually look like. Um, and, you know, if they keep playing like this, then they've got a good chance of beating England and then losing to Japan in the semifinals. Um, whereas for the, how they played for the first seven halves Ugh. of the tournament was, yeah, you're probably going to lose to England, aren't you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, if they can remember how they played in the second half, keep going like that, then they're, uh, they're in with a chance. All right, excellent. Mm-hmm. And then the men, also a national team play. The men's team have begun their sort of journey uh, to try and qualify for the World Cup in Russia. And can't ask too much more from them for the... They're the in, two- right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's done now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, you, you can relax. It's just a formality. Good. Yeah. Good, good. That's all they had to do. That was the requirement. Uh, but you know what? You can't ask much more for them for games like these uh, against pretty big minnow. They won both games handily. Well, they're fairly minnow-like. Not really. When you say big minnow, I was being oxymoronic. Really minnowy. That's what I meant. In minnow terms, they're big. (laughs) No, I meant really Really minnowy. Okay. Oh, fair enough. So So you mean? Carry on. Yeah, I took it the same way. Yeah, they were big fish in a small pond. No, no, no. They're big minnow. They're extra (laughs) minnowy. 
Mm. Extra minnowy. Extra minnowy. So they're yeah. the tiniest minnow. They are mm. the tiniest minnow. We're mm. pretty close to it anyway. Mm. They, they probably got further than the Republic, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. That's true. Yeah. They're, getting, they're taking the name back. They're taking it yes. back. Uh, but new players scored. New players were capped. Uh, take a bow, Tesho and Kyle Lahren. Mm-hmm. Side note from both of those games is someone needs to sign uh, Glenson Prince, uh, Dominica's keeper. He will do it. They would, exactly, which is what I've been saying for about two weeks. He was huge for them. He's the only reason Dominica like looked... Minnow huge or huge huge? <laughs> Shut it. Sardine huge, maybe. Oh, oh, uh, oh he's my. the only reason they looked even remotely like a good team. And he kept the team in it for both games. Uh, they should have... Canada should have scored twice as many goals in both of those oh. games. And I hope at the end of the Canada game, he was given a, a very magnanimous ovation yeah. from the Canadian fans. Absolutely. We were uh, we were Good. quite pleased. We, we we clapped the whole team, but very much when he saved the penalty, we were all very happy about it. It was like, <laughs> yeah, you saved that penalty. <laughs> Go on. No, seriously. Well, we're up through you know, yeah, We yeah, could throw exactly. him a little bone, but if, if there'd been no score, then it'd be like, bastard, we hate you. But you know what? At that point in time, we're like, we want him to save that penalty. Go on, save the penalty. <laughs> we don't need it. Come on. Um, he was a lot of fun to watch. The rest of the Dominica team, nah, they were out there running around doing something. Mm. I don't know what, but he was the reason to go to the game for that team. Dominica fans were great at BMO. Mm. Fairly good turnout for them. All very, you know, involved and singing and stuff. It was, it was just a nice, it was a nice game to be at, but it was also a nice way for Canada to start this potential, you know, Harder games coming in the fall, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's hard to complain about their performance. Again, good to see some young players out there that hadn't been there before. Jonathan Astoria, Ashton Morgan, both played, both played quite well. Uh, Ashton Morgan, again, I would venture to say outshone Jonathan Osorio on the good play level. Um, Very scientific. I know. I, I had a <laughs> outshined on the good play level. I had a level with me, and it went. But you no, know, it's it's a sort of a good thing to have some positivity around the national teams right mm-hmm. now when we're struggling to get you know people out to games and get continued recognition and support for both programs. So mm. yeah, it's definitely good. I mean, probably the most positive thing is you know Akindeli and Laren. Absolutely. Like, oh, well, that looks like a relatively promising partnership that could go on for like 10 years or exactly something. they're super young yeah. lots of upside very and enthusiastic for them which mm-hmm. is nice to see yep. too yes yeah. question is uh, which one of them gets to like 23 goals first of all so we can forget all about Dwayne Fagundes Andy Rosario who wins I'm that race? gonna say Kyle Lahren fair enough that's my that's never my. happen <laughs> never <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it'll be fine. Mm. You know, they, they, they don't have to take penalties. They'll just score from open play, which Dero was unable Rarely to do. Did. Yes. <laughs> so, based on your scattering report, Dominica is like the movie Purple Rain. Pardon? <laughs> and Go I've on. seen that movie many times. <laughs> it's only worth going to see Prince. Uh, Damn it. That's brilliant. Yes, there you go. I'll give you that. I'm the John Motson of Netflix. <laughs> the John Mossad Netflix. All right then. Wow. You always watch your films in a sheepskin. Yeah. <laughs> you know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you guys just, do when you leave here? No, don't answer that. I don't even want to know. <laughs> 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 
right, so that's your sort of national team update for right now. Okay. Well, we still have, oh dear gods, like another half an hour of the show, people. So bear with us. Thanks for playing along. We have uh, a really busy week. Sell it. It's a really busy week. There is, uh, it's been a packed week in terms of matches. So the testimonial game, the game against New York City, and instead of the usual one more game this week, we've got two more. So that's three games in eight days for Toronto FC. And going into the next two, unfortunately, on a bit of a down note. Hmm because of the nightmare that was Saturday. So before we I don't even look at Montreal or DC, which for various reasons both terrify me for these games, is there one thing that sticks in your mind that Toronto needs to do to get past both of these teams and end the homestand on something of a positive note? Score more goals. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I just about precluded you from saying, except for score more goals. Read his lips. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah, I think basically it comes down to, you know, they've got to figure out a way to... Uh, get someone other than Sabo scoring? Ideally, yes. Uh, that may well be just getting Altidore into the team, as we talked before. I don't think Altidore is probably going to wanting to be really testing out his hamstring before the Gold Cup. But, you know, I think he could start at least one of the games, get like 60 or 70 minutes out of him at least, you'd hope. Well, it's made hope. of gold. Um, Can you blame him? <laughs> Pure gold! Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, ideally, as I say, if someone else than Javinko do some things that may well be, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly how they go about doing that. But, but yeah, yeah, well, that's, hopefully that's Vanny cool. has some sort of clever idea. You would hope. Much along the same vein. Uh, yeah, they have to find, if it's not Aldador, as we've mentioned in the post-match, someone to take the pressure off Javinko. Otherwise, the word is out. After the oh, yeah. New York City f- match, how to frustrate Toronto FC. Want to neutralize TFC? Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than that, I guess, you know, for the most part, they do have more talent on paper. Be aggressive. Be aggressive? Yeah. They have to, like, if if they're playing with their full deck with Altador in the match, go for it. No reason to sit back. We, we said, but everyone and their mother said before the New York City match, these are the matches you got to win. Mm. Last place team at home. I believe I said it. Yeah, I think everybody's exactly because nothing against you, but everybody said it. it. Yeah, Mm. and uh, Montreal's another one, but and that's their fifth. Exactly, let's say so. Montreal playing well now for them. You're at home, and now below you, you're uh, a team two points below you would look down upon if you were Toronto FC. Two points behind TFC with only a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, and willy-nilly games in hand on the next several above them. But like, it's it's kind of frightening because it's the East, because it's MLS, because, well, because it's MLS. Montreal are in a playoff position. They are right behind Toronto, and they always, you know, these games, there's always a bit of a chip-on-the-shoulder kind of attitude between Toronto and Montreal, which is good. We like a, a real rivalry. Um, but... You know, it's a little worrisome to have them rolling in on a good run of form. You know, they 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 won 
on the weekend quite handily and have been playing well again for them yeah. or for a team in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> you keep saying like, for the Montreal aren't that bad of a team. <sighs> I guess I want them to be that bad of a team. Sure. Continental runners-up. Exactly. So we're TFC. I mean, no, we weren't. Okay, we weren't runners-up. That's true. No. I mean, they, they were Inspired. way down until their recent run, but they barely played any games, you know? Which is they, the worry. Got, yeah, that Simon, he's a very good defender. Piatti is very good. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good things to like about Montreal. This is not a, uh, <laughs> we should easily be beating these jokers kind of game. Klopas has brought them up from behind. Mm. <laughs> mm. And then, of course, on Saturday, we've got DC United. Only mm. best team in the Eastern Conference. One of the best teams in the league. Nah, we beat them. Chris Rolfe scoring again. They're, they're Very nothing. nice goal off a beautiful assist from Espindola. Uh, so they, you know, continue to find ways to win. Bounce back from poorer performances. And, you know, they are still far and away the best team in the East. So, yay. One of the top teams is coming to town. Yay. So mm. exciting. They're only um, up at the top because they've played like 18 games already. Hey, they're plus, making the most of their chances, plus right? politics. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Right as well. Exactly. Fat, fat cats down in Washington. Mm. Um, but, I, you know, there's, there's a concern with both of these games that Toronto seems to be playing almost better on the road this year than they are at home. Whether they get a... That wall hmm. is intimidating. But, exactly, but they've yeah. but they've this is the best they've ever played on the road. This is mm. um, have they got more points from road games now than home games? Well, we've played a lot more road games. Well, true, but traditionally TFC doesn't do well in those, regardless. True. But they've actually managed to, you know, mm. not think, look embarrassed. I think the mark of the matches they've done well in, and that they've really excelled in, much like DC away. They've played their game. They've played with a bit of swagger. They've taken their game to the other team, not quite as reactionary, waiting to see what the other club does, which is very much, to me, how they played against New York, trying to react against their tactic. They seem to do better when they have a little bit of swerve, whatever you want to call it, too. Not, swerve's not the right word. A bit of verve. swagger, verve, sure. Whatever. Machismo, if you will. Ooh. Oh, well then. Yeah. Um, no, they, they just, they're better on paper, you know, than most yeah, of absolutely. the teams in the East. They have to just play their game, and, and for the most part, this is going to work out. All right. Well, then a couple questions. Other than that, like, I, I think I said, yeah, Toronto needs to play the way they did in D.C. to even have a chance of getting points against D.C. or even against Montreal. But... One, most importantly, sort of player management. We're talking about Gold Cup coming up, players coming back from injury, but they had that long layoff. Will Vanny rotate the starting 11 based on the number of matches this week? Uh, probably a little bit. Do you think Bendik will get time? Or will Caveman get to I stay out there? You, you don't really need to rotate goalies uh, unless you want to, um, unless you're looking for a reason to do that. I think if you look at it, uh, you know, who maybe. Yeah, you know, I think Altidore is probably the the main one that I'd see kind of playing. You know, maybe starting getting like sixty minutes in one game, maybe coming on as a sub in the other. I, you know, I think Bradley clearly likes to just go and go and go. And oh go yeah, and, I don't expect Bradley to not play. Um, but aside from that, yeah, like we're saying, like Fanny doesn't really seem to like changing things around all that much. So uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be a massive amount of rotation, no. Yeah, I agree. He's, he, he's very much stuck in you know his ways, although he should probably be using these as a bit of a dry run for the Gold Cup. That's kind of what I was thinking, that mm-hmm. this is an opportunity to... At least identify who you're thinking of going with, even if it means getting them 20 minutes... 40 minutes. You know, does, yeah. does Jackson Maybe get some Mark time Bloom back? Right back. No, yeah. Mark Bloom reacted. Mark Bloom. Is he injured again? He re-aggravated his injury. Uh, of course Was he, he ever actually healthy? He, well, that's a really he, good oh, question. Was he ever actually injured in the first Did he walk place, into Stephen Caldwell? Mm. <laughs> Did he walk into a bike rack? Mm. Um, he was not Nigel Rio Coker. <laughs> well, Caldwell, who knows? Dan Lovitz is apparently hurt. Ugh, uh, sure. Simonin is still rehabbing the surgery. Who knows when or if we'll see him again this season? Probably not till the fall. Wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I guess we could be a rotating Perkis out of the lineup if he gets suspended. That's you know. So Haglin. Oh God, Haglin is Avalita. Um Yeah, there's not a lot. There isn't. But does does Jackson? Does Jackson play instead of Osorio? Does Creval play instead? Of, like, is you there would, a? Yeah, you would you would think he's got to give these guys minutes just to get the rust off. Because they're not playing; yeah. they're not even you know playing more than like five ten minutes a game. But so that being said, it's not it doesn't seem in his in his wheelhouse or yeah. in his yeah. But I think student there's, handbook. He hasn't got to that chapter yet. All right, and I know your answers to this, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, Look more. <laughs> <laughs> As we've said, yeah. Vanny likes to stick with what he's comfortable with. Once he finds something, ooh, we like this. We're going to do this all the time. He orders the same thing in the restaurant every week. He buys the same Salmon. outfit. <laughs> and um, listens to the same song. You know, all those things. Will, mm. should, not will, should TFC switch up their style of play for either of these games? Should they try something a little a little different or should they take one of the games should they take a page out of New York's handbook and try and play a slightly more aggressive or gritty game we were talking about earlier yeah I mean they should always be looking at ways to adapt their tactics against you know the opponent this isn't you know one of those video games managers where you set up and you're like yeah that'll do against everyone no matter what my team's better Um, yeah I don't see him being a huge proponent of that other than sometimes maybe how aggressive they come out on the road, they, they, they're they a bit more tentative, which I guess has worked in a couple of occasions. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know if they can pull off what New York did against us and not end up with nine guys on the pitch right. by the end of the match. True. Which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think if they were to do that, it's probably you know, against Montreal, maybe just trying to shut down Piatti, because it's like, yeah, they got you know, Jack McInerney and Dominic Aduro. It's three guys. It's true. Uh, yeah, it's all kind of mediocre, really. I think you know, Piatti's yeah. like the one good guy. You look at DC, they've got a lot of ways that they can hurt you. So, you know, yeah, shut down a spindle, all right, you've still got like Chris Rolfe, Louise Silva, whoever. You know, there's a lot of ways they can hurt you, whereas, you know, Montreal, mm, there's not that many good players there. So, you know, but it's stick with Michael Bradley, you know, have him have go after Piatti and shut him down, or it's Colin Warner or whoever may be involved in doing that. But um, you know, if you're going to be focusing on trying to shut the opposition down rather than just playing our game, I think that's probably the team and player I'd go after. Yeah. Agreed. No, I think they really need to go after Montreal's throat. 
there's no excuse not to. Well, and that's the game. I, that's the game I expect. I expect them to. If yeah. they were to change things up, that's the game you should mm-hmm. do it in. One, it's. Well, more, I don't know if they need to change up against Montreal. I think Montreal's there. You know, coming here, but I don't think they have enough skill to change it up and do it well against DC. DC is a much better team. But why would they need to change it against Montreal? Is what I mean. Why? Why do they have to feel the need to play down to Montreal? Their game is they, good enough to beat Montreal if they play well. Their game should have been good enough to beat New York, mm-hmm. but they didn't play well. Mm, still, it, it should not have been. In my opinion, it should not have been that easy. For New York to completely fuck them over in that game, ideally not. Like really, and I think in the the first half it wasn't the first half. No, we did manage to kind of figure out how to get by it. It was created a few chances, yeah. then whatever reason the second half they just kind of lost the plot a little and got away from that, and nothing happened. But uh, yeah. Yeah. but that's adapting to the match within the match mm. and maybe that's a shortcoming of this staff sure but as we said earlier if, if any mm. team is going to try new york tactics out of what we're about to face montreal is the one that's going to do it so why not mm. be proactive about it mm-hmm. and, and again at some point in time throughout this season they're going to have to play a different way no nope. be successful <laughs> great fanny what did you get here <laughs> Um, it and yeah, Gold Cup is coming. You're gonna lose players. Might as well see who fits what and how. Player to watch on both teams. I will go with. Uh, I was gonna say Piatti, but now it'll be Oduro. Oduro will do something and he'll score probably. Yeah. Uh, and on DC, uh, Spindola is uh, a good player. He's back fully in the team from suspension, injury, and stuff. So. Um, yeah, he's dangerous. Four players for me. Woof. Jack McInerney and Perry Kitchen. Ooh. Interesting choice. Why Perry Kitchen? Why not? It just always seems to be there. If, if, if Pontius was healthy, he's who I would say, but he's not. Barabbas! So. Interesting. Mm. I'm going to stick with the Muppet. I'm going to go with uh, mm. Chris Rolfe. Mm. And I am oh, also... I met Luis Silva. Harsh. A little bit harsh. A little bit harsh, yeah. Uh, and also Oduro, because it's it kind of just... a Freddie Mercury puppet. If the Muppets made a Freddie Mercury... Yeah, that'd be Louis Silva, mm-hmm. like for Louis sure. Silva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More softer. Predictions, score-wise. We haven't mm-hmm. done this for a while, so we yeah. Mm. Um, I will go with 2-1 to Montreal and 2-1 to DC. Winning both? Or losing both? Losing. TFC will lose both. Wow, mm. okay. I would say an insipid nil-nil against Montreal. Mm. A shocking 2-1 against DC for Toronto. Hooray. It makes no sense. (laughs) (laughs) I have an emphatic 2-0 win over Montreal. Woof. I know. And a what? (laughs) Shut it. And a grinding, ugly uh, 1-1 draw to DC. Sunshine, lollipops. Yep. (laughs) I do think my, my two one defeats. It'll be you know we will play well. We'll completely dominate. Montreal, and Tobias will we'll make an ugly appearance. Score a couple of goals oh, on the break. Moral victories. Yeah, there'll be a moral mm. victory against mm. Montreal. DC. Justin we, Morrow's we going to get an own goal, and uh, uh, DC will be hopeless and will lose. Moral victories. Good lord. Blech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
right, that is all for us today. Are we done? We are. Oh. Uh, next What's week. It? What? it needs to be a bad a word for bad puns. Like punge. <laughs> that was a good pun. Moro victories. That was a good fucking pun. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We, we've had worse here. It's true. Yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, word critics. Mark. Mm-hmm. Right? Shut it, Mark. Yes. One thing I would say before we are. Like, oh, yes, please. Done, you know, if, if we're going to go after one team here and like, really you know, go for a win in one particular game, let's go for Montreal. Let, let's admit that you know we're not chasing first. No, we're, we're not. We're chasing, chasing sixth. sixth. Yeah, we're chasing the so, mushy middle. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can look back at the May and early June as a really good stretch that helps us get to sixth rather than, ooh, this is when we started challenging for first. No, no. So, we were never yeah. challenging for first yeah. this year. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Do Rivalry and all that sort of thing on top of it. But even aside from that, uh, yeah, come, make sure you beat Montreal rather than D.C. Really D.C. are gone. No Stick scrubs. the rivers and lakes that you're used Let to. Let them go. No scrubs. Yeah. Mm. No scrubs. All right. As I said, that is all for us today. Tune back in next week as we look back at the games against Montreal and D.C., catch up on the Women's World Cup, and much more. I have been joined, as always, by Tony Walsh. She can be found on the Twitters at MalarkeyFC. Hello. Mr. Duncan Fletcher at Duncan D. Fletcher. I hope. And me, Kristen Knowles, on the interwebs at KZ Knowles. Yep. Until next time, Toronto, get used to it. Don't forget Mark Hinckley. <laughs> With a K. <laughs> He's a good nerd, Mark. <laughs> but not with that many A's, just one. Anyone can see Nothing really matters Nothing really matters To Fagundes. Jose Bacange. Who? That one's, a, that one's a bit of a... Jose Bacange. Jose Bacange. Who scored the goal uh. for Canada. Remember, he doesn't watch the women. He has no idea who any of them are. I know that she scored. I just didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm. I read the Quick, article. Name, name another Canadian Christine women Sinclair. player. <laughs> Other than Christine Sinclair. <laughs> Pesha Salido. Mm-hmm. LeBlanc. What's her first name? <laughs> Come on! Sabrina? Close! <laughs> no, he, no, he's got the rhyming scheme. Mm. He is a cockney. Um. Yo, Sabrina LeBlanc! <laughs> Live in a pile of Pablo Mastroeni's mustache clippings. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Yeah, better. Okay. Live and wearing Pablo Mastroeni's mustache? (laughs) Stop it. We can't all be wearing it. (laughs) Yes, we can. Did you not see? Actually, yes, we could have, yeah. We could outfit an entire theater troupe. I I need to come up with an answer for this. (laughs) I don't don't want to have to actually go with masturbate. Hmm.
Why wouldn't you? Just you know, just 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 go what comes naturally, Duncan. Give it, give it a little bash. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't know her name, do you? Um, it's terrible. Bad Canadian soccer fan. Were you just about to say Sydney LaRue? <laughs> <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? I know. Get out of my house! I know who she is. <laughs> uh. You are banned. Karina? Car- Car- no. Blah Blanc? Yes! Yeah. There you go. Yeah, don't say it like you knew it all along. That didn't just take you five minutes of struggling to figure out. Lo- Both of you stop it. It's like. It is like podcasting with five-year-olds because they look Yay. like they're five as they giggle. But there's only two of us. Well, so you, the two of you can't Usually be Usually there's five-year-olds. three five-year-olds. I know. So maybe we're like a couple of seven-and-a-half-year-olds. No, you're not that mature. Mm-hmm. Maybe six. Nice. <laughs> yes, we advanced a grade. <laughs> That's about right as well. Shelly. They did what to her name? Chiron. It's a broadcasting term. You wouldn't get it. Go on then. Chiron. It's what, 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 when you type words on the screen on TV. Like, like when, when like a name, when a name, when any not. words that come on the screen. It's called Chiron. Okay. Oh right, boy. I think you're just making <laughs> shit up now. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure C H Y R O N. Look it up. Huh. I'll think about it. Mm. <laughs> um. Kadisha. Mbosi? No. <laughs> Sophie. Tancredi. What's Tancredi's first oh, name? Yeah. Um, it's not Kadisha. Who you'll never beat. She's like Des Walker that way. Nice. What? She scores on goals? Yes. She'll go to Italy. It'll ruin her. I don't know. Don't put this in the outtakes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> get, this is I'll the outtakes. I'll get hate mail. <laughs> We'll be getting mail. It'll be good. Let's <laughs> Felicia. Come on, it's a Commonwealth matchup of, the, of the dreams. But Duncan will be conflicted. No, really. He I made it. He made his bed. It's true. He, he decided to lay with the Canadian women. <laughs> it was more the Canadian women that decided that, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he was sure he'd for it at the time. I know. <laughs> Mm. Wouldn't have had to come over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Mm. Randy immigration policies. <laughs> yes. Damn English girls not being impressed with an English accent. You want Caroline. There you go. Not even remotely with the team anymore, but there you go. Isn't she though? Right yep. there with them. Is that what that is? Mm. 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 Melissa Tancredi. That's impressive. He's generally pronounced Tancredi, but yeah. We'll yeah. give it to him. We'll give it to him. Sure. He tried. Sorry, Sergio. 